your personal style, hear me out, isn't physical. It's expressed physically for sure. But one thing I have learned over working with all the women I've worked with is that it's not physical. The physical is a byproduct of the other things. It's a byproduct of the thoughts that we're having, right? The energy and the mental stability or the mental wellness of ourselves. I was so far removed from style and the power of clothes and fashion as medicine that we need as a collective based on what's going on in our lives that it wasn't even on my radar, but I just knew that something bigger was coming. Hola, bitches. Mama's back. So, um, this was just going to be a test intro, but that felt fun and juicy. So I think we're just going to stick with it. So I am back. I feel like it's my first real official week of working in 2023. And that's kicked up all my shit. So I'm super excited about today's episode. I'm back from my trip to Sedona. I'm back from Christmas break. I'm back from all the things. So thank you, Style Nation. Let's hop in to today's episode of Styled for Life. Super excited. This is fucking episode 199. Like, holy crap. Almost 200 podcast episodes. Almost 200 episodes of something that was just such, I have the chills, that was such a pipe dream at one time. I will never forget the day that I listened to my very first podcast of myself, which I don't listen to my own podcast because it's weird to me. Um, It's like, you know, you don't sound how you think you sound. I would never forget sitting outside of my old corporate job on the curb listening and like crying because I just couldn't believe I was doing something and I was so happy and uncomfortable at the same time. Anyways, here we are, 199. So, Thank you so much for being here. I'm super, super excited. I'm so grateful for you. If you're new, oh, welcome. And if you're one of my OGs, you know who you are. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You mean the world to me too. So I have to give a shout out to last week's episode. If you have not listened to last week's episode with Kathy Batista, where we go really deep into subconscious healing and all this kind of juicy stuff with like EDMR and quantum timeline and how to know if it's your gut or if it's your conscious mind really reacting from fear, go back and listen to last week's episode. I don't think in a long, long time that I've gotten so many messages from so many different groups of people like podcasts, I mean, Instagram friends, real life, like real life, meaning like local friends, and just so many people reached out to me. I was like, oh my God, that episode was so good. Kathy's fucking amazing. I love her. Of course, I'm partial to her. We're friends. We've been each other's clients. But she's just truly an amazing human inside and out. And she's one of those people that never makes you feel like you're being judged. I feel like when people say, this is a safe space, I feel like I could be the worst version of myself. And she just will hold space for that and then come back and ask me if I'm looking to just vent or do I want a couple of tools to help me move through something. And she does it with a sense of humor. So you know that I'm partial to that. I think 
Well, entertainment is value. And I think humor is the gateway. I think humor is the gateway between the dark and the light. I think laughing, I've even heard on podcasts before that laughing actually releases more stress from our bodies than crying does. And I think it's so powerful. So for me, she is just an amazing, amazing person. So go listen to last week's episode. And that amazing woman created a meditation for you guys. She did a full-blown meditation just for Style for Life listeners. So you have to go check it out. It's super moving. She, it, it's just magical. Like, I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, oh my God, it's so relevant. Um, it's got coincidences in it that are just purely magical. So go download that. It's gift to you. It was made for you with the love and intention funneling towards you. katiejuststyle.com backslash meditate. Um, it's amazing. It's juicy. Let me know what you think. I've done it a couple times myself and it's really powerful. So I'm excited about today's episode because, well, you know, when I travel, a bunch of shit comes up for me. One, I have a lot of free time because I don't live by a major airport. So it takes me a really long time to get to the fucking West Coast. So 12 hours of traveling by myself, um, you know, I can, it really provides a lot of opportunity for really deep thinking. Then every time I travel, I really have to work through my emotions on leaving my family and feeling like I'm putting them out somehow versus filling up my own cup. So this whole experience has led to really, really good conversations. And then obviously the fucking amazing people that I've got to spend time with, right? Nothing but super juicy, deep conversations. So I feel really inspired for today's episode, literally recording this right before it comes out. Like I am back straight off of traveling, and it's going to be juicy. But I want to just touch on some of the things that have really been coming up, like conversations I had on this trip. I got to have dinner, and this, I, you know what, I just want to hold space and celebrate for a second, but this also obviously lended to some of the conversations that I want to talk about here. I got to have dinner with 13 women on Wednesday night when I was in Arizona, all of which, I think all of them but two, were actual clients that I have worked with in the past that I had got to impact through my desire to share my passion with the world to help women build confidence in a different way than they've ever built it. And I am sharing that one so I can hold space for that because that's a big fucking deal. And for two, that to share with you that anything is possible. I started this podcast in 2019. It would be three years at the end of the, damn, four years? Three years. 2019, so that would mean four years. Fuck. Four years at the end of this year. And it was a year before I got fired that I started this podcast, almost a year to the day. And I had no idea what I was doing or what would come from it, but I just knew that there was something more for me. And then when I did lose my job, which is just a pivotal moment for me in my life, right? When I did lose my job in 2020 and I said yes to myself and I turned down job offers, not knowing, not knowing that I wanted to dive back into style. I was so far removed from style and the power of clothes and fashion as medicine that we need as a collective based on what's going on in our lives that it wasn't even on my radar, but I just knew that something bigger was coming. When I said yes to myself in the end of 2020, 
started the business, got back, took a couple months to remember that there's power in this gift, and I can't wait to talk about it today, the juicy parts of style that have nothing to do with your physical body or the actual clothes you're wearing. So I'm really excited that here I am, two years after that, having dinner in a different state with 11 women who have said, yes, I believe in you. Take my time, take my energy, take my money, and help me learn a new skill. Help me co-create, support me, be the mirror for me, help and hold space for me so that I can go deeper into my dreams. How, I'm about to cry, how powerful is that? So I share that story to just say that like, if you're in a spot and you just like don't know what's coming, just put one foot in front of the other and just trust yourself and just believe in yourself and be your own best friend because anything is possible. Fuck, now I'm crying. (laughs) So I just had to share that because it was such a big moment when I was looking around that table and I was like, oh my God, people, you know, canceled or whatever, made space for me in their schedule, came to this dinner. Some people even brought me gifts. And I don't know about you, but I still am constantly working on receiving. And even just receiving the fact that I was here doing this and that, you know, my family is just like, go do your thing and picking up the pace. So I just want to share that story that receive all of the things and that you are magnificent and just lean into it. And if there's anything you want to do, just baby step it and just do it step by step by step. And it could feel like the time... Like, it'll take four years, right? Like, I'm sitting on the other side of going into my fourth year of podcasting, but those four years are going to pass anyway, right? They're going to pass. So do something that really, really makes you happy. All right, so let's shift gears here for a second. So I want to just share some of the nuggets that I've picked up over the last couple weeks. January is a weird month, and I talk about this with Kathy in last week's episode. Um, I just... I personally have always struggled with the month of January. It's like dead fucking winter. I mean, like right now I'm looking outside and it's just like gloomy, right? For one, it's cold. My skin is turning white. It's a time of year where I got to change my fucking foundation, which is irritating. (laughs) It's cool when I change my foundation from the lighter color to the darker color because I've got some sunshine, but it's just like another physical reminder that it's winter and it's time to slow down. But as a society, we're like, go, 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 New Year's resolution. And I've just always felt so much contrast in that space. And you're coming off of Christmas and you're kind of like detoxing from that and all of the things. So I just wanted to hold space for that and talk about why personal style isn't physical and how you can really use it to navigate any time of life, but especially right now. I think right now is a really, really good time to go inside, obviously, when Mother Nature for us in the United States, like, we're hibernating, right? So it's time to slow down and reflect. So your personal style, hear me out isn't physical. It's expressed physically for sure. But one thing I have learned over working with all the women I've worked with, I don't know, I need to go back and count, might be up to around like 50 individual women around now. But if there's one thing I have learned through this is that it's not physical. The physical is a byproduct of the other things. I think our whole life, it's a byproduct of the thoughts that we're having, right? The energy, what our energy is being directed toward, 
and the mental stability or the mental wellness of ourselves. So to me, our personal style, yes, it comes through physical towards other people, but it's created first as an energetic expression of ourselves, right? This is how we see ourselves. It's a direct energetic reflection of what's going on inside of us. It's a direct energetic reflection of what's going on inside of us, what we value, what we don't value, what we think, just where we're at in our lives. It's a reflection of every mental agreement you've ever made with yourself. But you know what I really love about style? And the one thing I've learned is that when we work out these mental agreements with our clothes, we can apply them to other areas of our lives. And I think that is the magic of style. There's so many little nuances to this that I still get triggered by constantly. And this is one of the conversations I had when I was traveling is people who identify as being good looking or beautiful or insert whatever word you want to insert here. They were like, oh, I'm just going to rely on my looks, right? Like, I'm just going to rely on my looks to get what I want. And then we put those people in a bucket. And those are the good-looking people. Then we have the people that rely on their smarts and their intellect, and we're just going to put them in a bucket. Then we the people that rely on their sense of humor, and like, we're just going to put them in a bucket, right? And everyone's separated in these buckets. And I was talking about this on Instagram um, before I left for Sedona, is it's like integrating all of the parts of ourselves when we talk about our style. You can have two opposing feelings all the time. It sucks. It's hard. And we don't talk about that because we always want everything to be in a bucket. And we always want everything to be black and white. But it's not. And that's why when it comes to like our personal style, we're like, well, if I invest in that or if I think about that, then people are only going to think I care about what I look like physically. And I call it bullshit because it is bullshit because... Let me ask you this. When you go into Target, we all love Target, and you're shopping, what's the thing about Target that gets you? You know, when you walk out of Target and you're like, fuck, Target happened again. I came in here to spend 50 bucks, but I walked out spending 150. It's the experience. It's the way everything is visually and emotionally captivating. It's because, oh, I don't really need this mug, but it's so cute. I can't walk away without it. It's like, oh, I don't really need these vitamins, but the packaging is so cute. And because the packaging, because the outside wrapper of this thing, this physical thing is so cute, it gives me a feeling on the inside. And then that feeling on the inside has triggered an emotional release that says, you know what? I don't need this money. I could part with this money. Let me give my money away because all money is is energy too, right? So if we are drawn to the packaging of things and just like close your eyes and just like imagine this for a minute. And we this is so funny. This is exactly a conversation we're talking about vitamins, for example. You're in Target and they have these super cute vitamins and they have super cute packaging, right? And you're like, oh my God. Now, we don't know, and I hate the fact that chances are that those vitamins might not have the best ingredients, but I don't think that applies to humans because you can have really cute packaging and have the best ingredients, meaning you could be great looking to whatever beauty is the eye of the beholder, right? But you can, well, just going to be really surface level here because I think that's where I run into conflict or where people challenge me sometimes is on the surface level is... It can look really good on the outside, but it's crap on the inside. And while in consumerism, 
like shopping at Target. That may be true. It may not be true. I don't know. I don't study the back of the vitamins to tell you. And it's kind of like books and people are like, don't judge a book by its cover. All of those things are relevant, but we still do it all the time. Our eyesight is one of our five major senses. It's one of the ways that we make decisions quickly from our brain when our brain is constantly scanning. Eyesight's a really big one, right? So we are making decisions constantly based on the way things look. So you see those really cute vitamins, and because they're so cute, you have this mental chemical release that's like, oh, these are cute. I bet they're just going to make me feel more vibrant. And they're whatever they say that they're going to do, you're probably going to feel like they're going to do it, right? And like, If we have two face masks and one of them just has really ugly packaging and one has really cute packaging, you're going to take that face mask, like you're going to put it on your face and you're going to feel the feeling that the package creates in your body. Really, not the actual face mask, not the actual ingredients that you're putting on your face, but the feeling that was derived from the packaging, whether it's the colors that you're attracted to, the font that you're attracted to, the symbolism that you're attracted to. Maybe you love fucking pink flowers. It's got pink flowers all over it. You're attracted to that, right? That is a reflection of your mental agreements, the things that you've said, yes, these are things I like, right? You were first attracted to it because of the way it looked physically, but the way it looked physically ignited a feeling for you. And that's what made you go forward with it, right? So all of this to say is, yes, the physical matters, but it triggers this feeling on the inside that we really start to connect with. So when I said a few minutes ago that I love to work out those mental agreements that we have with ourselves through style, this is where I think the magic really comes in. One, When we feel embodied and we are wearing things that empower us, we get to, there's so many benefits, right? Like we make better decisions. We make quicker decisions. We feel really in tune with with ourselves. But for me, what I really like to focus on here are the blocks, right? So if we started working together and you said to me, but when I go to the bus stop or when I go to the car line, I drop my kids off. What is everyone going to think about me if I wear this bright red lipstick? And I'm like, well, why do you care what everyone thinks about you if you're wearing that bright red lipstick because you're going after your big dream today, right? You're taking up space today. You're doing whatever that thing is that you want to do today. Why do you care? And if we start to work through that and we start to ask ourselves, well, like, I don't know, why do I care? And then you can be really honest and you can say, because I don't want to stand out. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. But the cool thing about leaning into your style and like really working out those agreements with your physical self is that they're tangible and you can see them and you can experience them and you can control them. Meaning, if you wear the bright red lipstick to the car line or to the bus stop or wherever the fuck, this is just my life examples, I am putting myself in a situation that could be uncomfortable. I know it is, and I can work through it, and I can say, okay, I'm not going to care what anyone thinks about this lipstick. So now that I've started to work on this one area of my life with my style, because it's a full energetic expression of me, then I can take what I've learned on not caring about what someone thinks about my lipstick and apply it to my real life goals, right? If I practice not caring about my lipstick, then now I can practice not caring or knowing that I'm doing something for myself, maybe not caring if it feels really negative, but 
Now I can focus on putting my energy into myself and what makes me feel good in other areas of my life. So when someone asks me to do something that I really don't want to do, I can pull on that experience. My brain can say, oh, I've been here before. I wore red lipstick one time and it was really uncomfortable, but it made me feel good. And I was worried about what other people thought. But then in the the end of it, it actually turned out good because then that person commented on the lipstick and we became friends off of the lipstick that I wore. So if I stand up for myself this time in this situation and I say no, or I say, hey, that doesn't really apply to the goals or that isn't aligned to the life I want right now, I can do that because the last time I did that with the red lipstick, which seemingly isn't that big of a deal, I can start to apply what I've learned to those other areas of my life that are a big deal. So now the last time I went on a limb and did something scary, now I can take that same energy and what I learned and apply it to booking that trip to Italy, asking for that promotion, telling my spouse, partner, friend, mother, daughter, brother, dad, that the thing that they've asked me to do isn't in alignment or something that we they do is uncomfortable for me. That is when I say style is not physical. First, it starts with the energetic feeling. The basis level is the emotion that it triggers immediately. It happens so fast that we don't know. And I can't say it's not physical because obviously it is. It's all of the things. But we've put it in a bucket where it has to only be one thing. So going back to where I said, oh, either you're good looking, you have a sense of humor, or you're intelligent. You could be all of those things. I'm fucking all of those things, okay? I don't brag enough. (laughs) Sounds like pretty fucking awesome over here. You are all of those things too. We just feel like we have to put ourselves in a bucket. And then we start to identify with, well, I'm just the funny one. I'm just the good looking one. I'm just the smart one. I'm deeper than a fucking ocean, and I like to look a certain way. That is true, right? But those two things can be true at the same time. Ugh, it's so fucking juicy. And this goes back to what I was talking about, integrating all of the parts of ourselves, right? So we know that style is an energetic expression of ourselves. It's a reflection of all the mental agreements that we've ever made in our lives. So... It's hard sometimes we think like, well, if I'm a mom, moms don't wear red lipstick to the bus stop, you know, how do I I integrate these things? You're allowed to be all those things, right? You're allowed to be anything you want to be. And I think importing them, integrating them into your style, again, is a beautiful place to start because when you start looking at your style as that energetic expression of yourself, and you start to integrate those pieces of yourself into your style, once again, it becomes really easy to integrate those pieces of yourself in other areas of your life, right? So I had a friend message me last week. That's what sparked really that reel that I did on Instagram and the whole thing. And she was like, I want to be this, this, and this. All three of those things don't make, you know, they don't seem to go together. It's like, which one of these things doesn't belong? And I was like, but that's what your style is. And that's what makes you fucking magical is that you're those three things. And one day you might be a little, you might be 80% soccer mom and then 20% the Hamptons and whatever the numbers are. Now, how do we mix those two things together? Right? Just like, so I'm going to put on my quote unquote mom outfit, whatever the fuck that means. And then I'm going to pop on the red lipstick because that's the one thing that always makes me feel connected back to myself, right? I said a long time ago, for me, when I put on lipstick, it was almost like a wedding ring 
Because what a wedding ring means is you wear something physically, like as a reminder, the physical reminder of the marriage. You don't need the ring to be married, right? You don't need any of it to be married. It's a construct, a mental one, but we wear that, right? To remind ourselves or to, to communicate with other people that we're married, to signify that we're in a relationship. Those same exact things apply to everything else that comes into our style, into our ether, right? That's just one piece of it. So yes, that ring signifies I'm married, and then I can wear this lipstick, then then that signifies that I'm doing something else and something else. And this is how we start to integrate all those pieces of ourselves. And if we can fully integrate ourselves and our style and we slow down long enough to discover what are all those things that we want to integrate in ourselves, like what do those things represent for you? So if you say, just going back to that example that my friend had, um, and I can't remember all the different parts, but I want to be, you know, the cute soccer mom, and I want to look like I'm on vacation at the Hamptons. And we marry those two things together, and she digs deep into what do those things mean for you? What does cute soccer mom mean to you? Does it mean comfortable? Do you think of the color pink? Do you think of the color blue? Like, what does that mean to you? And you dig into the word, probably the emotion that you want to feel, and say it's nurturing. When I think of a cute soccer mom, I want to feel nurturing and approachable. But then when I'm on vacation, I want to feel free and playful. Okay, so what elements of those do we bring together to create your outfit? And then now that you know that these are two words that you want to feel on a daily basis, and you've integrated yourself, and you know this about yourself, and you know this to be true for you, you know this is a value for you, how are you taking that and applying it to every area of your life. Just like when I started this episode crying about you can do anything you want to do and you really, really can. Do you know how I got there? When the pandemic started in April, I had a really hard day, week, whatever, meltdown. And my business coach at the time was like, mind you, my business coach, when I didn't have a business, was like, what's different about today? And I said, I didn't get dressed. And she was like, your homework from now on, you get dressed. That's one of your basics. You master it. You get dressed every day. I, I mean, I didn't shower, <laughs> right? She's like, you shower, you get dressed every day. And I did that from April till November every day, just tapping into myself. And I use that as a tool of self-expression on a daily basis on what medicine did I need that day. And it got me to that next step, which was like, okay, I'm not going to go back to corporate. I have an opportunity here to explore my life. And then those were the scariest three months of my life while I'm turning down jobs when I don't know what I even want a business to be. But I kept doing it and I kept doing it until I realized that that's what I was doing to find myself. And when I found myself, I was like, oh my God, this is how you integrate those pieces. So let's take this one step further. Why haven't you hired a stylist yet? If you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, I talk constantly around style and lifestyle and mental health and how all of this stuff is related and how style really is just a tool in the toolbox of wellness. Why haven't you hired a stylist yet? Asking that tricky question, because the reason, unless you're saying, huh, like some people, I've plenty of people have said this to me. I didn't even know it was something that people could do. 
but you hire a hairstylist probably. You've hired someone to do your nails. You've hired someone to do your makeup, but you haven't ever thought about hiring a stylist. Or maybe you have. Maybe you're listening to this and you have a stylist that you use all the time. But at some point in your journey, you felt the feeling, right? It's nothing to do with the clothes, right? And let's pause for a minute and pretend, don't, so if your answer was money, pretend that money is not the answer, right? Because money could be the answer for fuck it. That's a blanket cop-out answer for everything. Because we all know who really want to do something will get the money, right? College educations are over $50,000, $100,000. But if that's a priority to you, you will figure out how to get the money. Not saying that styling should need a student loan, but you understand it's a really extreme point, right? Of when something's a real priority to us, we will figure out a way to get it done. So when I ask you, why haven't you hired a stylist? Take away money. And the next answer that comes through is a block. I've done this. I've done it so many times. And what's that block? Is it oh, I could never let someone in. My closet's trash. They would judge me. My clothes are trash. I don't want anyone to see that. I'm not worthy. I don't know if anyone ever in truly inherently thinks, oh, I'm not worthy. I think it presents itself as something different. I know it does for me. Um, it's really indulgent. Like that's extra. Only other people do that. Like for instance, I was out and someone said, oh, I hired an interior designer. I know this sounds really bougie. And I was like, it doesn't because I'm a personal stylist. If something you desire that's a priority for you that you desire help with, it's never bougie to hire support and help. We are allowed to live our lives to the fullest, biggest versions of themselves. Right before I hit record on this podcast, I was flipping through my little podcast notebook and this um, index card fell out and it said, theory of gravity, bigger things attract bigger things, big bitch energy. So that's the energy I want you to be on. So we're going to take the word bougie out of the conversation whenever we hire someone to support us, do anything to go after our dreams. Bigger things attract bigger things. That's the law of gravity, right? So if you want to live that big version of your life, whatever that is, and the big version of your life is going to be different than the big version of my life. The big version of my life is being able to do backflips off of a yacht and a Gucci bikini, right? That's not everybody's version of big life, right? For me, that sounds amazing. And I'd love to experience that one day in my life. A big version of your life could just having money come to you freely without with you just sitting on the couch, right? Like whatever that is for you. But bigger things attract bigger things. So when we think of indulgence, I want to really reframe what being indulgent means. So going back to the blocks on why you haven't ever hired a stylist. Maybe you're scared to be seen. Someone said to me the other day, and it was one of the most powerful things, and I think a lot of us feel this, they're scared they couldn't keep up or that they couldn't hold themselves to that standard because getting dressed was a standard that they put really high. And I, in my experience, think that that comes back to some of our core wounds from childhood. And more often than not, it comes back to other female figures in our lifestyle, in our lives, whether it's just been a sister, a mother, a grandmother. There's a lot of really, really big influence there. And I think it's time to reclaim this wound. And that's where I get really triggered when people say things like, well, it's just physical. You just want to look good. It's just vain. I'm like, no, it's not. There's a 
really big energetic component to it. And one of the reasons that we might not have hired a stylist in the past is because, well, our mom was a stylish one. I could never be that stylish. Or maybe there's a body image issue that's happening that's super fucking relevant. We all have them. Like when I was traveling to meet all of these people in real life, one thing I kept hearing myself say over and over to one of my friends was like, shut the fuck up, stop saying it, is I kept joking. And I'm, I love some self-deprecating jokes. I kept joking and saying, I'm thicker than I look on the internet. Like just FYI, when you see me stand up, you're going to be I'm shorter and thicker than you think than I am in your imagination right and she's like Katie stop like what do you do like you this is what you do and I say oh you're so right like but we all have those blocks right they all kick up all the time here's another trigger warning that I have for you that I saw on the internet and it really caught me it's one of those ones like where you're scrolling and it stopped the scroll for me because I think there's a kernel of truth in it and I think it's the kernel of truth that some of us don't want to be true because it goes back to those old wounds that like if we're beautiful or pretty or good looking, then we can't be smart and we can't be funny and we can't be deep. We will have no depth. I'm not a fucking shallow person, so I do not buy into that. I mean, I can be sometimes. I think we all can be because we all have bl blind spots. But I love to go deep. It's why I fucking can have a podcast for a fucking hour of just talking about thoughts, right? But what I saw that stopped my scroll was that if you don't have relevant clothes, people will think you don't have relevant skills. And I was like, ouch, like, whew, that one like drove the knife in the heart, right? But I think there's a kernel of truth in that. I see style as an expansion of what's possible because I know in my heart that your style is being expressed physically, but it's a true energetic expression of yourself. And it's a reflection of every mental agreement. The mental agreements of, and let's bring it back to what I was saying about the female influences in our life. It could be male too, absolutely. But in my experience and the conversations I've been having have been around the mom or the sister or the grandmother saying, you know, like, you need to be more put together. You need to be this. You need to be that, right? So there can be, a little bit of a wound there, and then we feel like we've been put into a bucket. But how I see clothes and why I thought the relevancy was really potent, and it, it's a contrast. For me, I feel a lot of contrast, and then I've really been exploring how I can have two feelings where I'm like, ooh, that's so true, right? Like, re relevant clothes equal relevant skills. And then at the same time, I'm like, that's not always true, because some of my favorite people don't think that their physical appearance or their quote-unquote image is a priority, and it may not be for them. But it is part of our first impression. And depending on what our current goals are, I mean, when you go to a job interview, you know how important a first impression is. If you roll in there and say you're applying for a tech job or another fast-paced moving job, and you don't have relevant clothes on to the times, how could they trust that you keep up with what's going on in the world today? So when I talk about style being an energetic expression, I see it as an expansion for what's possible. When I see another woman who, in what I would like to say about style, this doesn't mean to be super clammed up in high heels and dresses. It's just to be fully expressed, right? It just means that our clothes fit, we're comfortable. You should always be comfortable, right? 
meaning your clothes should always fit you comfortably, no matter whether it's a dress, a suit, or a pair of sweatpants. But they're clean, they're well taken care of, they're of the times, meaning the quality has held up over time. And you can tell when someone feels really, really confident in what they're wearing. You can tell when someone's put deep time and attention into expressing themselves energetically through what they're wearing. So when I say relevant clothes equals relevant skills, that's what I'm saying. It's not about being quote unquote totally on trend and a fashionista um, because that's not what this is about, but it's about being relevant to ourselves, right? You can tell when someone just walks in and hasn't put any real time and attention into anything. And I think that's, for me, what I'm going to take away from that powerful little nugget there is it's about expanding. It's about showing people what's possible. And if I'm fully expressed in my style and I'm not running out of the house looking tired and haggard with dirty clothes that have dog hair and food stains on them, I'm not showing anybody what's possible if I don't take care of myself. Like, I wouldn't let my best friend walk out the house like that. I wouldn't let my kids walk out the house like that. I need to be my own best friend. I need to watch my own back, right? So I can't be an expander and show other people how to fully integrate and love themselves and integrate all parts of themselves and know that life isn't truly black and white and that there's always a shade of gray and that we can have two different opposing feelings about the same thing. No, I can't. So going back to that question of why haven't you hired a stylist yet? Maybe it's not a priority. But what if it was, what is that first thing that comes up for you? That might be an area where there's some deep exploration that we could do some work on because whatever that answer is for that question, it's probably the answer in other areas of your life as well. That's why this is a lifestyle podcast and style is just the tool that I use. That being said, going back to what I was saying about listening to last week's episode with Kathy, that's the work that Kathy and I have been doing together. So we did it last week on last week's podcast where we were talking about being fully integrated and working through those agreements. That's what quantum timeline technique is going back in your life on when you made that agreement with yourself that you were just the pretty one or you were just the smart one or that you weren't going to be good enough or that your mom, your sister, your grandma, your uncle, your brother, your cousin said that you were just this person, Right. So that work is so fucking powerful. And that's why I've partnered with Kathy, not just on the podcast, but with my styling clients. I'm way into this shit, right? And I will help you navigate all your blocks. I can give you all the tools. We can talk about color and the psychology of color and how to really embody your fullest expression of yourself and integrate all of your personality into your clothes, but I really wanted to bring someone on the team that was trained in like quantum timeline, NLP, whatever those modalities are to really help you integrate. And it has been a fucking game changer. So I hope you feel really inspired around what style can do for you, how it can elevate and transform your mental health. As we continue to navigate what comes next in these next couple of years, I think you'll start to see how this can really 
integrate all parts of your life so that you can start to leave behind some of that anxiety on a daily basis where you have these two conflicting feelings. I think style is an easy, fun way where we don't have as much to lose, quote unquote. It's art. Art is objective or subjective. I don't fucking know the difference. I always get those two mixed up. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, okay? It's what you want it to be, right? There's no wrong or right answer. There are guardrails. Yes, people try to come up with rules. Now, their trends emerge, but those trends have emerged out of what we have created. There are no hard and fast rules, right? This isn't math. This isn't one plus one equals two. This is a gift. This is a tool that you get to play around with, have fun. It's like dancing, right? Do you like to dance like this? Do you like to dance like this? Experiment with it. And then once you experiment with it on your body and expressing yourself, a couple of things will happen. One, you will start to really, really learn yourself. And then every other decision in your life becomes easier. Two, you get to take everything you've learned from this integration process and what it feels like to have conflicting feelings and emotions about something and apply it to other areas of your life. And that is how the clothes that you wear can affect your mental health. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. It was just super juicy and just I really wanted to get all those thoughts off my chest um, and share some of these nuggets with you guys. Like that theory of gravity, bigger things attract bigger things, right? Like it's like a black hole, right? It's just sucking shit into it, right? And the big, and it gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets bigger. I want you to be the biggest, best version of yourself today, tomorrow, and always. That is how we make the world a better place. That is how we live lives that are free and that are full of love and kindness, which at the end of the day is truly the only, only thing that matters. Meditating is one of the basics. It is one of the basics that we will expand from once we fully incorporate it into our lives. Go download that meditation from Kathy from last week. Like I said, I've totally brought her in to my process and helping clients. It's a game changer. This is full embodiment, right? This is the physical, the energetic, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, all of the things. Go grab that meditation, katiejuststyled.com backslash meditate. If you love today's episode, share it with a friend. That's how we can spread all this juicy knowledge to make sure everyone's feeling kind and smiling and holding doors all day for one another. Rising tides raise all boats, right? When we're all winning, we're all winning. So share this episode with another lady. If you feel inspired or a friend, it would mean the world to me. It's the easiest way to support the podcast or reach out and tell me what you loved about today's episode. You can find me on Instagram. That's my social media choice of um, the times at Katie Allen Stylist or send me an email at Katie. I guess there's no at. I guess it's Katie at Katie Just Dialed. Dot com and all of this information's in the show notes so you don't have to remember any of it but in case you're an auditory learner like myself i like to put it out there and i hope you enjoy today's episode i will see your fucking fabulous ass on the flip side